You are now tuned in to The Rundown with Jess, a podcast for the culture. I am your host, Jessica Jones. Whether you've come for finance tips, fitness inspiration, fashion ideas, you need a therapy session, or you just want to talk about sports, you have come to the right place. So turn me up in your headphones or blast me on your radio. Whatever your preference, sit back and enjoy the show. What's up, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of The Rundown with Jess. I am your host, Jessica Jones. Welcome to my new followers and listeners. I am glad and excited that you have decided to take time out of your day to come and spend time with me. It's been quite a while since I made my last YouTube video and also my last podcast. Yeah, my last podcast was probably back in 2020, and the last YouTube video I filmed was back in October of last year of 21. I took some time to step back to reflect on what I wanted my channel to be about. So I have talked about other things in the past, and I have been consistently posting fitness videos. However, I believe that I am a multifaceted individual, so whether that's fitness, fashion, finance. I love talking about it all. So I want my channel and my podcast platform to be about pretty much anything that I want to talk about. So I hope you guys come along with me and enjoy the ride and enjoy the things that I want to discuss on my podcast. So I'm just going to jump right in to the topic that we're going to discuss today, or I'm going to discuss today. And I want to talk about depression and suicide. I know that long before COVID, this has been somewhat of a pandemic in itself, an issue in itself, um, high numbers of individuals dealing with depression, secretly dealing with depression. However, I believe that COVID really vamped up that number or that percentage of, of individuals that are dealing with depression, whether outwardly or silently. And I really believe that a lot of people are dealing with it silently. And I wanted to make this video, make this podcast episode to encourage those who are dealing with depression to please first reach out to someone. There is no reason for you to go through what you're going through on your own. I know you may feel like no one's listening, no one's hearing you, no one sees you. If no one sees you, I see you. If no one's listening, I'm listening. So talk to someone, get some help. And I wanted to make this video to give some practical tips for individuals to use so they can get through their depression and they will make it out on the other side because I made it out on the other side. So I know a lot of people, they if they're going to take advice from you, they want to know that, hey, have you gone through this? Have you been through this situation? So I have. Back in 2018, I went through a really bad depression. For me, it started, I want to say it was around May of 2018 because I had just had a surgery and I was heavy into fitness. So that surgery pretty much immobilized me for, I want to say it was a couple of months. And I was also taking pain medications, which I think um, influence or influence isn't the word I want to use, but um, it affected my mood a lot. So I actually didn't finish the, um, the not the antidepressants, I actually didn't finish the pain pills that they gave me to take because I didn't like the way that it was making me feel. So fast forward to October. So between May and October, I, I could see myself changing in a way that I didn't like. As far as my mood, like I felt withdrawn from family, from friends. I was already living in a suburb 
by myself. I didn't really have anyone around. So it was me just sitting in my house all the time watching TV. And then it went from that to me sitting in my room, my bedroom, watching TV, eating in my bedroom, just doing whatever I need to do in my bedroom and not coming out. So between October and December, it really got bad. Winter was starting to come and it really got bad. And I think it took its, it, it came to a head in March of 2019. I was at work one day and thank God for my manager during that time when I was going through all that, because I really do feel like if I was at another job, they probably would have fired me because it really affected how I was able to work. I would literally get to work go to sleep in a conference room and I would go to my desk periodically to work on what I needed to work on and go back to the conference room to go to sleep. And I was doing it because that was the only way for me to shut out the thoughts I was having in my head. I would uh, listen to music. I would listen to sermons, T.D. Jakes, Pastor Todd, just to drown out the thoughts I was having. And it seemed like that was the only thing that was keeping me functioning. And I was sleeping so much, way more than I needed to sleep. I probably was up maybe a few hours a day, I felt like, and I was just sleeping. When I would wake up in the morning, I would think about getting back in the bed because it was so hard to want to get up and get ready for work and drive 45 minutes into work. So just having these thoughts all day long. And it was even to the point I would wake up in the morning and pray and ask God, why are you continuing to let me wake up when I keep having these thoughts? Like it's it's like I wanted it to be over. So um, this particular day in March, it was raining, it was cold. I was already feeling in my worst, but this was the worst day. So I got home from work and I just did not feel right. I can't describe the feeling. I didn't feel right at all. Like I think that day was the day I felt like I was gonna check out. Like that was it. I was at home by myself and it was just this heavy, feeling that the depression was heavy. So I called my friend and th I'm thankful to God. I always tell her all the time, I'm thankful that she answered the phone because she told me, she said, hey, if you need to take yourself somewhere, take yourself somewhere. She said, it doesn't matter what people say or what people think, you need to take yourself somewhere. So I did, I drove to a hospital and I had to stay in that hospital for three days. That seemed like it made everything worse because we couldn't have our cell phones. We couldn't listen to music. So that that what was my avenue to escape what I was feeling or thinking that was taken away from me. So I had no choice but to literally sit in the thoughts that I was having. And so they just kept intensifying the time I was there. So when I left that hospital, I did feel better, honestly. But then maybe within a week or two, that same feeling of depression was back. And a few months passed. And finally, not a few months, I think that next month in April, mom, I went home to visit and my mom, she just said, when she said this to me, it's like whatever that was that was on me just came off. Because this whole time, I really did feel like I was fighting. Like literally, it felt like I had been physically in a fight with someone every day. That's how drained I was. That's how heavy this depression was. And my mom, she told me, she said, you need to stop trying to fight this in your own strength. And when she said that, it just felt like whatever it was just lifted off of me. So from that day forward, along with me taking an antidepressant, I was taking something called Wellbutrin, W-E-L-B-U-T-R-I-N, is a type of antidepressant. And I really feel like that really helped me a lot. So anyone who's on the fence about taking an antidepressant, 
you don't have to stay on it long term. That's what the doctor told me. And I had also prayed before I started taking it. I told God, hey, eventually I want to start a family. I want to have kids. I don't want to be on this long term because with some antidepressants or it may be all of them, but particularly with the one that I was on, you can't breastfeed with taking that antidepressant. So I told God, I know I don't have kids now, but eventually I do. And well, back then, sorry, I didn't have kids and eventually I do. And I told God, hey, I don't wanna be on this long term. So I started it in March and I was off of it by July and I haven't taken it since. So if you need to get on an antidepressant, who don't care what, you don't need to care what people think. This is for you. When you wake up every morning, no one else is in your body living your life for you. You have to wake up with those feelings and those thoughts every day. So get some help that's gonna help you navigate through this season of your life. So now to my tips for dealing with depression and overcoming suicide. So my first tip is therapy. Therapy gives you the opportunity to talk to someone else, talk out your feelings to someone else. For me, it's different for me talking to a family member or a friend than talking to someone who doesn't know me at all. So it's getting that different perspective of what's going on um, in my life. And then also too, it allows you to release those feelings that you've been harboring in a healthy way. And I say a healthy way because if you don't, some people hold stuff in and then they end up taking it out on other people, they lash out. So honestly, in my opinion, when you see a lot of people who are um, de de not dealing with depression, but people who are like, I don't know if I would say serial killers, but people who do sh just shoot, does go on a rampage and shoot people or things like that. I feel like those people were dealing with depression and they just harbor all those things. And maybe they really did have some mental stuff going on too, but I do feel like some people have depression, depression going on or suicide thoughts going on and they feel like they couldn't release that to anyone and they just held that in and they just blew up. So I think therapy is a good way for you to um, talk to someone and get out what you're feeling to them. My second tip is vitamin D. So vitamin D helps to regulate mood and reduce depression because low levels of vitamin D have been linked to more signs of depression. Um, I really do believe that vitamin D really does help because I did notice when I started taking my vitamin, vitamins more regularly, my mood seemed like it seemed to increase or be higher rather um, in addition to getting outside and getting actual vitamin d from the sun so you don't need to sit in the sun for hours a day literally 10 to 20 minutes is good enough a day so my third tip is go walking and exercise walking and exercise helps to increase serotonin levels which is a hormone that stabilizes your mood and makes you feel happy and it's a brain booster it helps you sleep better and feel more relaxed it helps you maintain a healthy weight and it improves your mental health by reducing anxiety, depression. It improves your self-esteem and it decreases stress. So I can attest to all of those things. I love working out. I'm an avid fitness person. I know I don't post a lot of fitness things anymore, but I literally work out every day. I may take one or two days off 
if that. But it really does help. Anytime I don't feel like working out, I try to motivate myself, talk myself into working out, and I always do. And when I finish, I always feel better, and I'm happy that I did it. It really does boost your mood. It really does help you sleep better. I'm in the sleep in a matter of minutes on the days that I work out. Even on the days that I don't work out, I still do quite a bit of walking or um, light workout or whatever. So it really does help you sleep better. It really does help reduce anxiety and all those other things. So I think that is a very great avenue in helping, um, a very great asset in helping dealing with depression. My next tip is a sun lamp. And I'm going to show you what that is in a minute. And for those who are listening on the podcast platforms, if you want to go, uh, search the rundown with Jess. You can watch this on the actual YouTube to see what the sun lamp is. So, a sun lamp is pretty much a device that kind of mimics um, some rays that come from the sun. It helps re regulate melatonin, which is a hormone that controls your sleep si wake cycle and serotonin levels. It's also known as bright light therapy. Although nothing beats getting natural vitamin D from food and the sun, but this is a great addition. It helps with anxiety by stimulating cells in your retina. It helps improve communication between parts of your brain. So I bought this sun lamp from Amazon, I believe. I can't quite remember, but I believe it was from Amazon. And um, <clears throat> I used this a lot when I was going through my depression. I don't think I've used this rarely since I came out of that, my depression. I may use it um, just if it's a rainy day, just to get some, have some bright light in the house. I may use it then, but I rarely use it anymore. And I, when I was going through my depression, I would take this to work. I would use it at home. And especially on those rainy days when it's cold, dead of winter, this really did help. I don't care what anybody say, it helped me. So um, this is what it looks like. It has a stand where you can set it on its back. And it has three settings. So... This is the first setting and you press the button on the side. That's the next brightest setting. And then it goes up one more time for a third. So you can see on my face how bright that is. So I really do feel like that's a great option for individuals who live in areas that don't get a lot of sunlight, especially during the winter. That's a good option for you to have. My next tip is using a weighted blanket. I would ascribe a weighted blanket to someone giving you a, just imagine the um, tallest person or a short person, whoever, um, just giving you a really great bear hug. We've all had hugs from people that we just adore their hugs or we love their hugs because we really feel loved and seen when they hug us. So I really feel like that that really describes what a weighted blanket does. So. I have a weighted blanket and this is what it looks like. It is fifth, I think it's around 15 pounds and mine has beads in it. So it really does help to um, give you that really common effect when you when you put it on top of you. It will it does get really hot underneath it. So I would be cautious if you have your heat on or something like that in your house during the winter time you're using it, you may not have to have your heat up so high because it really does get really warm. But it's really heavy. It really makes you feel calm. I know that, I know therapists or whoever has suggested that parents could use them for their child, but also be careful and mindful that, like, of course, don't put it on a really tiny child. They do make smaller versions, but just make sure it's not too heavy for your child. I think it was... um 
used for kids who have ADHD and suffer from things like that. So that is a good option. My next tip is meditation. Meditation does wonders. It helps to calm your brain. It helps you to focus on the present. It improves your self-awareness and self-esteem. But also make sure you have a support system if you're going to meditate. And I say that because you can sit and meditate and everything's going well. And then you think about something that happened to you in the past. But whether it's a traumatic event or something that didn't go over too well with you. And it may bring up those emotions of anger, bitterness, sadness, whatever it may be. It's good to have a support system during that time because that'll help you be able to talk to someone and say, hey, I've been doing my meditation, but I had this memory come up and now I'm having these feelings of what happened during that time. So it gives you someone to talk to to process those things so you're not holding it in. It also helps increase your patience and tolerance. It builds skills to manage stress and it helps reduce negative emotions. So when you first start meditation, I know for me, it was hard to try, even still like now when I do meditation, it's not as bad as it was, but of course you have distractions. So you start thinking about, man, what am I gonna eat today? Or uh, did I complete this today? So you start thinking about other things, but I was taught that it's okay. Don't beat yourself up if you start having other thoughts just bring your mind back to what you were thinking about. Bring your mind just back to that, mo that present moment in your meditation. And it always works for me. One thing I can say, even though I'm not happy about or excited or glad about what had happened to me, I can say because of that situation, it really did teach me to be alone with my thoughts. Like they say, think about what you're thinking about. When you're having these thoughts come into your mind, ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? Why am I having these thoughts? What's bringing this on? What triggered these thoughts? So it will help you process what you're thinking about. And also with my situation, I know a lot of people, some people, when I, going back to the antidepressants, some people do need to be on them, on them long term because some people have suffered with, I guess, mental health issues their whole life. In my situation, it was more so circumstantial. And I say that because it, there were things going on in my personal life. And then also I had other people coming to me with their issues. And I felt like I didn't have an outlet to let that out. So on top of me internalizing what I was going through, I was also internalizing other people's issues. And a lot of times I just wanted to scream out like, man, like, God, like, why do you let these people keep coming to me? And I, I know I'm an, I'm an encourager. I just know I'm an encourager at heart. Like, that's just one of the things God has given me to do. But even an encourager needs someone to encourage them. And that's what I learned in my past. Like, And I know that now, I know people have things they go through. I still have things that I go through. But just navigating those in a healthy way now. Now when I feel I'm starting to get overwhelmed, I used to be afraid to tell people, hey, it's going to be a little bit too much or I can't take that on right now because I may be, even if I'm not going through my own thing, I'm all about protecting my mental health, my personal space, all of that now. So I used to be afraid to tell people, hey, I can't take on your issues right now. Um, but now I'm in a place now where I'm not afraid to tell people. I didn't want to tell them because I didn't want them to think I didn't care. And I know sometimes no matter how nice you tell people in a nice way, hey, I can't 
take on your issue right now, they still going to take it in the wrong way. And that's not for you to worry about. That's not nothing for you to fret about. They're going to, you're going to have to ask God to help them give, give, ask God to give them understanding with what you are saying. So with that being said, my next tip is eating healthy. My next and final tip is eating healthy. So studies have shown that eating a healthy diet, one that includes plenty of fruits, and vegetables and limits highly processed foods can help reduce symptoms of depression. I think that this is really big because I can say anytime I've, I've eaten bad fast food, um, fried food, if I was cooking the bad stuff at home, I always feel like my mood changed a little bit and not, not anger or anything like that, but just, I guess, feeling down, like feeling lethargic and things like that. But Anytime I eat healthy, my mood is just so good. And I feel like I have so much energy. Um, even now, up until this point, I, I've lost 10 pounds. So for those who say they don't have a gym membership or it's hard for them to get somewhere to work out or they can't afford to pay for a trainer or anything like that, there's no excuse at all. And I say that because I canceled my gym membership uh, in December of 2020 because I caught COVID. So I canceled my gym membership. I haven't had a gym membership since then. I followed this lady on Instagram. Her name is Insecure Fitness. So it's Insecure underscore fitness. She also has a YouTube channel. She doesn't post all her stuff on YouTube, but she does a live workout, I believe, three or four times a week. And even if I can't catch the live, I always catch the replay. And there's also a guy on YouTube. His name is Brian. I can't pronounce his last name, so I'm going to spell it. It's S-Y-U-K-I. He does walking workouts and strength training workouts. So with those two combined, and I also follow this channel, Mr. and Mrs. Muscle, I believe. And I do their, their workouts from time to time. So combining all those things up until this point, I've lost almost 10 pounds. So working out and eating healthy go hand in hand. So I just... Going back to the eating healthy part though, yes, eating healthy is one of the major keys, I think, in helping you to regulate um, depression or just eliminate it altogether. Um, like I said, I feel like when I eat healthy, my mood is really good. And if I eat bad, I feel lethargic or I feel down. I, can, I notice a change in my mood. So I try not to eat bad at all. I may have like a cheat meal maybe once a week, once every two weeks. But since I've been eating healthy for a long time now, I say I eat healthy maybe 95% of the time, other 5% I eat bad. So I'm gonna lie, sit here and lie and say I don't eat bad at all, which I do. But it's from time to time, it's every blue moon, maybe twice a month, if that. So my last point is diet is certainly part of the picture, but so are physical activity, good psychological care, medication when needed, adequate sleep, adequate exposure to nature and a balanced lifestyle. So all the tips that I mentioned, they all go hand in hand. It's no one thing that you can do by itself that can help you with your depression or if you're suffering from uh, suicidal ideations. So you can't just say, hey, I'm just going to take the medication. And I'm going to forget everything else. No, take the medication, go to therapy, exercise, go outside, meditate, do all those things because they all play a part together. I did all those things. Before I went to therapy, I struggled for a long time wanting to go to therapy because in the African-American community, there's this stigma. You don't talk to anybody about what you're going through, um, what stays in 
what happens in your house stays in your house. You don't go talk. It makes you seem weak. No, that's wise. I feel like, like my brother told me when I wanted to, I was going back and forth about getting on an antidepressant. And my brother, who's a doctor, he said, hey, Jessica, he said, God created people and put them on this earth to create or to, um, I don't know what word I'm trying to use, but um, design or um, come up with the medications to help people that deal with depression and those who are going through depression. So he said, if you feel like you need to take that medication, you need to take it. And when he said that to me, I made the decision to take it. And I'm glad that I did, because like I said, it's put me in a better headspace. And I haven't taken it since July of 2019. And I have no plans on taking it ever again because God has really blessed me to get in a good place now. So for those who are on the fence about taking antidepressants, I feel like that you need to give it a try, especially if your depression is really bad. It doesn't hurt. Forget what people have to think. Like I said earlier in the video, you don't have to be on it long term. You can be on it for a couple of months and then get off of it. But when you do, you have to win yourself off. So for me, I was taking it every day. Then I started taking it um, maybe four times a week, three times a week, twice a week, once a week, and then every other week. So until I was completely off, I didn't use a doctor to help wean me off. Some people may need a doctor to help wean them off, but I did it on my own with God's help. So um, yes, if you need an antidepressant, please look into getting one, but also be mindful of the ones that you do try. I did try antidepressant before the Wellbutrin. I wish I could remember what it was. So I can advise people not to take it, but I can't remember what it was. That's how bad it was. Because when I started taking it, it seemed like it intensified the feelings and the thoughts that I was having. Like it was a scary time in my life. And I eventually, I had to stop taking it. I think I took it for maybe a week i i gave it a week and it it just wasn't good at all so please be mindful of the ones you do try or the ones that your doctor do suggest and i just wanted to also say too like i said at the beginning of the video if you want to go seek therapy please go do it especially for my men especially for my black men because you guys are raised to and talk to be strong you don't show emotions you don't let people in no let someone in. It's okay to talk to someone. Don't sit there and suffer in silence. Don't sit there and live an unhappy life because you're afraid of what people think or their opinion. It doesn't matter what people think. So if you feel like you need help, please go get it. Please go get it. Talk to someone. Don't suffer in silence because you'll be a better person for it. And not just men, women too. You'll be a better person for going to get therapy and getting the help that you need. And you'll be able to show up better for other people in your life. Not just for yourself. Show up for your kids, for your spouse, for your friends, for anyone you come in contact with. You'll be a better person for it. So I hope that those are all my tips. And I hope that these tips are something that you can use in your own life or you can use those tips to encourage someone else and also if you have a story share your story don't be afraid to share your story i didn't want to share mine there were only a few people in my life who knew that i ended up having to go to that hospital for those three days and i was ashamed that i even had to go so but i really feel like god put it on my heart to share my story because he had been telling me for weeks make this video, make this podcast. And I didn't want to do it because of course you worry about people judging. Oh, you had to do that. 
at this point, I don't care because, because I went through that situation, because I went to that hospital, because I got the help that I needed, I'm able to sit here free today, free and happy and joyful and all the good things and in a good place in my life because I did go through those steps to get to this place. So if you have a story, share your story to encourage someone else. And also, I noticed that I do say um a lot and I stammer over my words some, and that was another reason I didn't want to share it. But like I've heard people say before, God would use the thing that you're uncomfortable with and use that to bless other people. So even though I may be uncomfortable sometimes with speaking, even to a camera, which is weird because I can meet a stranger and hold a whole conversation, having met the person a day in my life, and I could just talk to them for a long time and not have an issue, but it's something about getting on camera. Um, I don't know what it is, but anyway, uh, I'm glad that God can use me as a vessel to be able to encourage and help someone else. So. If you feel like someone in your life needs these tips or they need this encouragement, please feel free to share it with them. And if you have any questions for me or if you want to suggest some topics for me to talk about, I don't mind talking about, um, please email the rundown with Jess at gmail.com or drop your comments or your suggestions in the comments on YouTube. I hope you all enjoyed this video and I hope you all have an amazing day and an amazing week. Go out and be blessed and be a blessing to someone else. Talk to you guys later. Bye.